You know I love music. And every time I hear something hot, it makes me want to move. It makes me want to have fun. But it's something about this joint right here. This joint right here, it makes me want to let it go. Can't let this thing cold up get away from you. Feel free right now, go to what you want to do. Can't let nobody take it away. Hello. Joining us, this is Dr. Bonnie Benita, and I'm with Valley of the Black Dolls, and we appreciate your attendance with us today. We have on the line with us Miss LaShawn Taylor. Hello, LaShawn. Hey, Dr. Bonnie, how are you? Fine, thank you, thank you, thank you. So, you were recommended to us about what you've been doing in the community and your passion and drive for women and their success and just the love of life and all of those good things. So I'd like to talk with you a little bit more about your background, what you're doing within the community as it relates to females and uh, how we can get involved. Well, I have been, first of all, I just want to thank you for this opportunity to share. It's truly an honor to ever be able to play a role in people having an option of being better versions of themselves. And that's what this show does, and I really appreciate that and, and appreciate you. I've been in the community, working in the community probably more, more years than I'd like to say, but let's just say it's it's multiple decades, and I have such a passion for empowering women, particularly our young women, because if we don't support each other as women, we don't have anybody else. So men can go to their wives, they can go to their moms, but we had only each other. And so I'm really passionate about that. And I've been working with young women in terms of how to transition from being imprisoned to, to being able to interview and actually enter into a career and, and turn their lives around and have great success. I've also worked with young ladies who will find themselves as single moms. And I've worked with young women who've, who've decided to go to college and, and take a particular career path. So I've had all all types of women and it's just it's really an honor to be able to do that i've tied them into the community there's a tight network here that actually supports uh, young women in particular great okay now tell me a little bit more about your individual coaching i was told that you also provide coaching services i am a life coach i've been doing it for nine years now certified and what i do i take two paths so I, I'm a specialist in relationships, and I'm a specialist in careers, because I think one of the reasons I'm so passionate about both of those is because I didn't have anybody to help me with either one. <laughs> oh, my God. So where were you when I met my next ex-husband, okay? <laughs> well, I, I'd like to help young ladies avoid some of the lump bump bruises and maybe even stab wounds that could come along the way as we because we don't have any instructions and so at least my era we didn't and so instead of having a lot of hit and miss and wasting a lot of time having a lot of hurt feelings and spending a lot of money you could be more intentional about your destiny great okay so let me ask you a question because this came up uh, a while back I had a friend at the park that was told me about an episode where two young ladies were fighting over a guy 
one just punched the other lady because she was present with the guy. How do you handle those type situations among African-American females, to be exact? Oh, it's way too much of that. So this is a question I would ask any young lady that's ever even been tempted to hit another woman over a man. Now, this is coming from, let me just to go into my, who am I to say? I actually had a husband that was a sex addict. So we're talking multiple, multiple women all the time. Now, what's a and sex so addict? Know, what exactly is a sex addict? Uh, a sex addict is like any other addiction, like whether it's narcotics or alcohol or food. Uh, it's it's a person that uses sex to offset some inner pain, and they use it inappropriately. So they will jeopardize their families, they jeopardize their jobs. Uh, so it's just like an alcoholic or an NA, except they use sex instead of alcohol. Oh my God! Okay. And so I know what it's like to. <laughs> want to choke the tongue out of some woman or thing. I, I know that feeling. I understand it well. So I just want, I want everyone listening to know that I'm not in a, a ivory tower and I've never experienced uh, a man that's cheated on me. Lord have mercy. I can tell, I can write a whole book on that. Mm-hmm. But what I have learned, so I, I, let me put it this way. I understand how you feel because I felt that same way. I have felt, I'm not going to put all my dirty laundry out there, but I have felt it. I failed to ever fight a woman in public, thank goodness. But I certainly could have had the ball bounced a different way. Mm-hmm. So what I have found is the thing that makes a person lose it is because of what we lack. So what exactly is it that we hope to obtain? If we would stop and be more intentional, and think through the emotional challenges that we have in life, then we would have better outcomes. Okay, when you say intentional, explain how that looks. So you you have an ex- first of all, typically when a man is cheating, we know. Mm-hmm. We know. There, we just ignore all the signs, and, and, and we have that sixth sense, and, and a lot of you are saying, mm-hmm, I know what she's saying. Because there's, there's always something that lets us know something is not right. So we ignore that. And then what we want to do is divert what we really feel, which, which makes us feel insignificant. It makes us feel out of control, meaning out of control of our own lives. To be betrayed that way is so painful that if we don't know how to divert those energies and that, that negative that negative emotion in a healthy way, we tend to just latch out and do whatever whatever we've ever seen anybody else do, which is why those young ladies would be fighting. So I'd like to challenge the women that can hear me right now to push yourself to another level. As Michelle Obama says, take the high road and just think for a moment, why are you upset? What do you really like to see done? And I know it seems really, it almost seems like, well, who would do that? I did because I, I was sick and tired of being sick and tired. If you keep doing the same thing over and over, you're going to get the same results. Okay. So to get... So I'm sorry to interrupt you, but so I got a quick question. So what happens in a situation where the guy has lied to you? 
should not he be responsible as opposed to you being upset with the other female? You say always, again, and, and a lot of women don't make him accountable. They always put it on the other woman. And to me, it's both. And, and even we have to be accountable for our, in, our input. You think, well, he lied. I don't have anything to do with him lying. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yes, you do. Mm-hmm. And, and we have to make sure we are aware of what we, what we contribute. Yes, it's him. It's He's the culprit, not her. Not mm-hmm. her. And even if she knew you she, that you were his girlfriend, even if she knew he was married. Oh, ladies, we have, have, we have to have more respect for each other. That's right. It's plenty of men out there. And they all have tallywhackers. So we don't have to we don't have to degrade ourselves and degrade our sisters over a man. And he's and, and all it and then he'll walk away from both of you. <laughs> he'll walk away from both. So great. So okay, so the girl that I talked to after I found out about that incident, she said to me that she asked the other female whether or not she knew that he had a girlfriend and the female said yes. And that's when she said she got upset and punched her. Why her? Why not him? Well, I mean, you shouldn't punch anybody. I'm not advocating punching anybody. And, and so why would she punch her? And that's, that's what I want, I want someone to think about. Why would she punch the girl when the girl said, yeah, I knew he had a girlfriend. If he, if you, if he has a girl, first of all, let me just put this out there for anybody who doesn't mind cheating and disrespecting your sister and yourself with a man. If he cheats with you, he will cheat on you. Leave that there, period. So I think that the, I think that the animosity or the anger is is directed in the wrong place. It's in the wrong place. And then why do we attract a man that we can't trust? Especially if if it was like me. Let me see for myself. It was guy after guy after guy. They were all the same, just different names, (laughs) different heights. (laughs) They all were the same. So I had to stop and think, LaShawn, why do you keep running into these guys, attracting these guys, getting into relationships with men that are not deserving of you, that you cannot trust? So, and why do you think you did that? Well, for me, personally, it was because of my own shortcoming. I had a, a lot of things going on inside of me from my childhood. From, we all have stuff. We all have stuff. And because I didn't know how to deal with it, I didn't know anything else to do, then it was coming out in the men that I chose. We attract what we are. So because I had a shortcoming, I was attracting men with a shortcoming. Gotcha. So, so, so is there any hope for us black women? Because from my understanding, it's 25 to one. So that means that we're all fighting over one guy, just 25 females. How would you categorize that? I don't believe in the myth, first of all. I, I just, I think that everything you, everything we need is here. I believe in plenty. I believe in the myth of there being more than enough. I don't need 20 million, 25 men. I only wanted one. That's all I needed. So what I did is when I took the time to get myself together, when I took the time to 
make sure I could operate with integrity, make sure that my confidence was built up, make sure my self-esteem was healthy. And I did that by reading, watching positive videos, I just exposing myself to other people who were where I want to be, changing the trajectory of my life. When I did that, I started attracting different men. And you only, I only needed one. So it's, it's not about, I need, I got to find one. It's only, no, 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 no. Because if we think lack, we operate as though there is lack, and then we will attract lack. Okay. So, so let me make sure I understand. You think that, or you feel that if we are stronger mentally, we are then capable and able to make the right choices in our relationships. Yes, and certainly to make better choices. Um, I, I don't. I don't think that anything is right or wrong. I think it's just preference. So we can make better choices that are more in alignment with what we want when we are starting with the good. So if I'm half broken and then I'm going to attract somebody else half broken, how are we going to have a full relationship, a full wholesome relationship with two half broken people? So I have to make sure I'm bringing a wholesome integrity, a wholesome person in, then I will attract one who's like me. And now we have a much better chance of having a healthy relationship. And how do you get that inner strength to be healthy mentally and physically? I know prayer helped me out, but how would you do it other than prayer, in addition to prayer? It starts with a desire. It starts with a desire. So once you get to a point in life where you really want to do better, one of the first places to start is yourself. And I recommend meditation. I would challenge someone who's really ready to change the, 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 their lifestyle or change certain things in their life to, uh, I would challenge you to be able to meditate for two minutes, just two minutes. <laughs> it sounds like, not a, it sounds easy, but it's very difficult. So to erase every thought in your mind for just two minutes, if you can start with that, that will get you on the path. And then once your mind has, when your mind has, totally blank when it's blank that's when you can bring in the questions that you have you're just surprised most of the answers of, of the thing, issues we face in life is right inside of us but it's so much noise in our heads we can't hear it and most of us are not in tune so it took me nine months to be able to quiet my mind for two minutes I have nothing on my mind at all for two minutes that's how much turmoil was going on so I would challenge you to start with that and then add affirmations, I am statements. Make sure they're present tense, I am, not I'm going to be, I will, I am. And then whatever you say behind I am is very powerful. Your, your, your mind will actually go and make it manifest. So be careful because it also works with the bad. Oh, I'm so stupid, I can't believe I did. Oh, you can't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Those are verbs, those are words I've had to remove from my vocabulary. Mm -hmm. So sorry to hear that happen to you, but I've removed saying I am S-O-R-R-Y because it's so powerful. So I would start with those two places and, and you will see yourself kind of pivot in a whole different direction. 
Great. You know, I really needed to hear that. And I know I have some listeners that needed to hear that. But I did get an email from a female after one of my segments that said, if the man was happy at home, he wouldn't be cheating. So apparently the woman's not making him happy. How would you <laughs> respond to that? <laughs> oh, that is, that could, that's such a huge myth. I can remember when I was really young. I mean, I'm young now, but I was younger. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and uh, there was a married man that was propositioning me. And I remember asking him, you know, so what is wrong with your wife? Like, what's, And he said, my wife is perfect. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's awesome with the kids. She is. I love the ground she walks on. There's nothing wrong with my wife. I was like, well, man, what the heck are you doing? Why are you trying to holler at me? Why do you? Why do why you messing with me? You leave me alone. He says, just because I can. Omg. Surprise. Just because I can. So no, it does not mean that they're not happy at home. And a man that's not happy at home, but not man enough to either cut it off and start over, or make it right based on the commitment he made before God with that woman he once loved so much. Either one of those would make him not worthy of me. That's I don't right. want a man that would just drag me along, not happy, and not let me know. That's correct. That's correct. That is something. I hope that she is listening to this podcast because she seems to also not understand. She has an obligation to be true to herself and to find her own mate and not have to share a mate with anybody. She is deserving of that. Absolutely. I call it sloppy seconds. Okay. I refuse to play sloppy seconds to any woman because I deserve to be the queen. Good job. I like never that. Never see the queen bow mm-hmm. down to another woman. So mm-hmm. don't play sloppy seconds to any other woman. It's so much better to just have a man of your own. And a man is not where we should start in terms of our self-esteem and our identity. Start with the pain, the parts that hurt the most. Resolve those. And I promise you, I guarantee you, you will attract the ideal man when you become ideal. Good, good, good. So can you go over maybe five steps on how we can get where we need to be mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually? What can we start working on today? Wow. So first of all, (laughs) let's see if I can get five. First of all, be honest with yourself. If you're not honest with yourself, you can't be honest with anyone else, and no one else will be honest with you either. So first, be honest with yourself. And second, invest in yourself. Invest the time and the resources that you need to get where you want to go. Because if you keep doing what you've always done, you're going to always get what you've always had. Number three, one of the, and this is probably one of the most important things, write it down. Write down exactly what you want in a career, home, if you want a home, how many bedrooms, how many square feet, what part of town, be as specific as you can. In fact, I, one of my mentors had me do this. I did a journal on if my life was perfect, today I would. And I wrote a journal for 30 days on how what I would do every day, what a perfect life would look like. And that started me going in a whole other direction. So I would, th- I would start with those three things, mm-hmm. and I believe that that would 
create a synergy that will start moving you or pivoting you in another direction. Good. That was wonderful. I needed to hear that. That's very inspirational. So, and what would you attribute to your growth mentally, spiritually, professionally? What do you think really got you out of the woods and the weeds, so to speak? Ooh, a miracle. <laughs> uh, it, was the it was the grace of God. It uh -huh. really was. Uh, I mean, I used to wake up and, and literally just start crying because I was still breathing. I was, my life was so horrible. I had made so many bad choices that I didn't know how to get out of it. Didn't see a way out. So I started, and you know, I'll tell you a book I read that helped mm -hmm. at that time. And it was uh, Ayanna Van Zandt, Valiant, Value in the Valley. Hmm, okay. Value in the Valley. And she, that book pinpointed where I was in my life. And, she, and I was in the valley. And she, in that book, she talks about how to find value and get to the mountaintop but that was that was probably one of the first things I did that, that inspired me so it was that and then I started just doing what I shared I started doing affirmations I started learning how to meditate I because let me tell everyone ladies what you put your attention to that's what will grow that's what you get more of so as soon as I took my attention off of how horrible my life was and started looking at the things that were good in my life, I was healthy, I had people who loved me, I was smart, I, was, I just started really, really being more grateful for what I did have, and that was the foundation for me to be able to stand up and move up and out. Good. That's remarkable. Well, I am so proud of you. You've done so well and you've inspired so many and you've just done astronomical things across this continent. And that's just, uh, just basically shows who you are, why you are, and you are living that purpose-driven life. Oh, thank you. You're well, welcome. I certainly appreciate this and this is such an honor and I do hope it has helped someone. I'm as, sure. As, you, as, 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 as much as you sacrifice, I do want to say thank you for all the people that you've helped. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. I, I could not have done it without good, good friends, and I consider you a very good friend. <laughs> likewise, likewise. Well, thank you. And let me ask you a question. Would you like to come back on and share some of the other examples of success with us? Because I know you have a lot of stories to tell. <laughs> Oh, I would love to. I would love to, yes. Because once you get started, you know, then what do you do? And how do you keep it up? And how do you inspire others? And how do you make tough decisions? I mean, it's so many other things that I learned past coming out of, you know, pulling myself up by the bootstrap. I would love to. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. And you've been listening to Miss LaShawn Taylor. This is Valley of the Black Dolls. I'm your host, Dr. Bonnie Benita. You could find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and Twitter, and on Apple. We are so excited to just be working with you, sharing with you. And remember, it's not the choices that you make. It's not the chances that you make, but the choices that determines your destiny. Thank you, and good day.